This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about Civil War. Um, Maybe it's Civil War Part 2. So, I don't know. There's a lot of chaos, a lot of anger in the world, a lot of craziness on the news, a lot of people saying things that maybe they shouldn't be saying. Maybe they're just running their mouths. Who knows? But bottom line, we got some angry people out there in this country. Um, People acting a little childish. Maybe hoping if they tear down the statues from the first Civil War, we won't remember how shitty it was, and we should go for round two. I'm not really sure what their motive is, but uh, it looks rough. Um, I think we're going to kind of come at this maybe from the... uh, Adult in the room kind of aspect. Just getting enraged over emotion and reacting just because you feel pissed off at the world. Probably not your best move. Um, Picking up a rock and throwing it at somebody's head. Again, maybe not your best move. But, you know, let's have a talk about it. Let's talk about how, you know... 500 people are going to set the tone for our whole country. The whole conversation is The whole conversation is, is a couple of angry assholes that don't have jobs because they're out fucking around all weekend. I'm cutting the damn lawn. 
I don't know what the hell these people have all this free time. But, uh, Kevin, what's your take on all this? Well, I started looking into uh, the different groups where they're at the uh, Charlottesville. Okay. Charlottesville uh, event. All right. Some class acts showed up. Class acts, all right. Uh-huh. Uh, when I heard references to there were a bunch of good people on both sides, that sounded like a load of horse shit. Oh, that would be our president. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's a rock star. Yep. And, um, you know, we can get, in it, get into who was there and who was what, but I think uh, really what we need to talk about is um, uh, the idea that pushing your cause through violence is the best way to handle things. We have a right to free speech in this country. We, we do. can say whatever you want. You can't punch anybody in the face that you want. I not, am not necessarily opposed to punching a, a Nazi, but it seems like the people that talk about punching Nazis just punch anybody they disagree with and then call them a Nazi. Yeah. Not a whole lot of Nazis run around. There's a few, and There's they were there. I mean, Captain America punched that Nazi that one time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who was that? You had that little mustache? Yeah, I saw the cover. Yep. All right. So Hitler, all right, Nazi, got mm-hmm. it. Those guys with the armbands, with the little swastika, probably got it. All right. Yep, yep. Now, some people shave their head for fashion. I don't know if shaving your head makes you a Nazi, but you might be. Yeah. Now, there were Nazis at this rally, though, am I correct? Yes, the uh, American the Nazi, Nazi Party They They did represent. there. Okay. Yep. Who yep. else was there? Uh, Well... Basically, the the alt-right, which I don't think we necessarily have a clear definition yet about what okay, the alt-right on, is. I think Trump was demanding a definition. Yeah, I think he somebody should demand He did not pose a one. definition. Yeah. But he was willing to, you know. <laughs> um, another another uh, group of geniuses with it were the Neo-Confederates. I did not even know such an organization. That's an organization that believes the Civil War is not over. Really? They are still planning on, on the South rising How are again. they doing? Uh, well, there's about six of them, so yeah. I don't know, they're, I don't know how big that group there. is. They're hanging in there, though. Um, the Knights Party, also known as the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, sure. They're the guys with the sheets and the pointy hats. Yep, yep. Everybody knows them. All right. Uh, traditional Workers Party. A lot of people don't know who they are. Uh, traditional Workers' Party sounds like a, a decent. Is that group like of the guys. Family Values Party? Yep. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, I know who they are. I, I looked them up. Uh, Kami Pankos, fighting for faith, family, and folk. That's their tagline. Nice. And uh, you know, went through it, read the most of the website, seemed legit. And then I kind of got to uh, a section where it says uh, we are unapologetically nationalists, fighting to secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. And white mm. is capitalized. White children. White children. All right. Uh-huh. So that was a that was a most of the uh, the clan um, on the on the one side. On the one side. Now tell me about the other. On the other side, we had uh, Black Lives Matter, um, and Antifa. One of my personal. Now Antifa. What does this stand for? Anti anti fascist. Anti fascist. They build themselves as anti fascist, but really they're just uh, socialist anarchists. So, I mean, uh, say what you want about uh, anti-fascism. I don't think a whole lot of people are opposed now, to that. I just, I just pulled up a uh, quick search on the uh, interwebs about the KKK. Because uh-huh. people make, like, KKK is a big thing. And mm-hmm. Now, sure, you can argue, all right, the Democrat Party, they're all KKK. Yes. All right, yeah, mm-hmm. you got me, you know, whatever. All right, I'm not going to argue you. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, Strom Thurmond. When did he uh, Strom Thurmond, retire? Just uh, about uh, ten years ago. What, what's his name? Bird. Uh huh. Yep. All these guys. But uh, all right. So according to the interwebs, they're saying that there's 150 clan chapters in the U.S. and it averages between 5,000 and 8,000 members. Okay. So you're talking about nobody in the scheme of 310 million Americans. Yeah. Yeah. These guys point, about pretty point much could zero zero one percent. You know, mm-hmm. you could pretty much roll in and just wipe these guys out. They're just a joke, and there's mm-hmm. not really, you know, I. Uh, and I they know. they talk a good game about not being racist, but you know, if you know anything about their their history, they'll say, "Oh, they're not the new clan, the, the new kinder, clan? gentler clan." But yeah. uh, you know, it's really about uh, they have an issue with mixing races. That's the real issue that they have. That you know, I can't get behind that you know what i mean well, i do know what you mean i i can't imagine a lot of people can get <laughs> behind it well it turns out only about eight thousand people can get behind uh-huh. it. now i did want to point out i did see some uh comparison between the antifa logo uh-huh. and uh the black and red logo the uh yeah uh-huh. the black and red logo and the anti-fascist action of the Communist Party of Germany mm-hmm. from 1930-something, yeah. Uh-huh. And they're, like, yeah. identical. They're actually uh, connected. Really? Yeah. Uh, changed the name. Okay. Um, to Antifa because they didn't think people would understand anti-fascism. So they who went even knows what fascism anti- is? Yeah, they say they're anti-racist. Um, anti-racist? Yeah, okay. that's it. So... Um, you know, I've known a lot of racists. They're not Nazis. I've known a lot of nationalists. They're not necessarily Nazis. There's a Nazi is they a very are KKK specific thing. members though. Mhm. No. No. Oh, okay. But I have punched racist in the face before for being racist. All right. I've never actually run into a Nazi. They I mean, obviously they exist. They're around, but Never now, actually run into one. Every to punch time him. I see him interviewing these Antifa people, mm-hmm. they're all wearing the black and the you know whatever they look like Muslim jihadists. So I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. Uh-huh. I'm sure they probably know. You don't know who they are. Right? I don't know who they are. But everyone I've seen looks like like a 25 year old white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or pretty maybe much that's it. the only one they're showing on TV. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. But if if you're then an she's Antifa, like picking up a rock and chucking it in yeah. some other guy's head, you know. Yeah. If you're and in like, Antifa, down with Whitey, you know. <laughs> if you're in Antifa and you're trying to fight a neo-Nazi, I recommend against that. You might get the shit kicked out of you. They are throwing rocks though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somehow I heard some kind of chanting about, and you probably don't recycle. Did you see this? <laughs> Mm. Like you're white, you're racist, and you probably don't recycle. And they're uh, out there chanting, and I'm like, "And well, you know, I don't really believe recycle. it or not." You know, what I mean, they might be on to something. Believe it or not, the the Knights Party or the Ku Klux Klan they do recycle. Very big on environmental issues. I did not realize this. There you go. That's the thing. I was All looking right. at their platform, and uh, you know, along with hating uh, hating everybody that's not Aryan. Okay, they're uh, they're in there with uh, you know pro environmentalism, pro environmental quality schools. All right. Now, I think we've offended a few people here. But uh, we're just getting just, warmed up. I'm just in, getting warmed up. It's in racist, so uh-huh. I mean, whatever. All right, keep going. I was talking to my uh, wife, who's a black woman. Okay. 
And uh, she holds the contention that everybody's a little bit racist. A little bit racist. And it's, there's right. nothing wrong with that. She says she's not a ra- racist. She's a stereotypicist. Oh. Which means she judges people and then finds out whether she's right or wrong. Why actually? <laughs> That's smart. And I like to judge people by how they dress. And I have to say, I've never heard her say anything racist up until two weeks ago. Right. We were driving through a drive through and uh, we were just pulling out. Am I going to have to edit this part out? No. Nah, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Keep but going. We were dri- and there was a guy with a fedora standing in front of us walking towards our car. Looking at his phone, not realizing that his slow walk was impeding us from getting out of there and blocking up the whole line behind us. And so she yelled out the window, get out of the fucking way, cracker. You fucking cracker! She yelled it. Man, I've never, I've ne- I always thought cracker was funny. Did you but punch her? At that, she's t- a at that point, I thought, like, that was really offensive the way the tone of voice, really, like, wow. She really pulled it off because I just thought cracking was hurt. kind of a funny, yeah, funny word, honky. Nobody takes that serious. But from her, tell you what, she rough. delivered it. Yep. Oh, no. So, you know, I, I could get on board with her with that one, you know? Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. We're going to have to uh, have talk. <sighs> Fucking crackers. Ay, ay, ay. Um... So now you were worried that there were some of our audience we didn't offend, and you just wanted not, to... Yeah, now we're good. Now, now we're, we're good. good. We got everybody all right, covered. We're all caught up. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next on the list? Well, I wanted to talk about Antifa before we got going much further. All right. Big fan, because they're so goddamn funny. They're, they're, it's really... All their stuff is like a load of horse shit. Talking about, you know, Nazis and, and fascism and shit like that, and... They're pushing their point by not allowing other people their their chance to speak. That seems like a very fascist type of shit to do. It does. Now, they seem to come across they're anti-fascist, where you're saying possibly Mm anti-racist. But what we can really gather is they're anarchists. Anarchists. That's how I'd categorize them. Now, they're not the cool anarchists like Sid Vicious they're not rocking the mohawk. Right, no. The None of the on cool the shit. leather jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, rocking out to punk, you know? Yeah, anti-fascist no. action. A name taken by a European political movement in the 1930s. Revived in the 1990s in Germany. And uh, that's where they got going. They started calling their group uh, anti-racist action. On the theory that Americans would, would be... Familiar with fighting racism, more familiar with fighting racism than fascism. So, they're anti-racist, anti-homophobia, anti-Islamophobia, anti-transgender phobia, whatever that that nomenclature would be. They're now they're not offended by Muslims who are offended by homosexuals. No, they're anti-sexist, anti-homophobia. Um. Anti-anti-Islamist. Islamophobia, anti-Islamophobia, anti-sexist, anti-homophobia. So they're kind of a little mixed up there. All right. um, you can't support Islam and then support feminism and Yeah, support, I feel like there might be a contradiction. Uh, gay rights. Yeah, I don't think you can really work those all together. All right. But, uh, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. If you, you know? don't know anything you about history reason, or... Yeah, if you need a reason to hit somebody with a two-by-four... All you got to do is, is, you know, join up with these guys because everybody's covered. All right. You can hit anyone with a brick because 
everybody's covered under their uh, guidelines. Martin Luther King, not not a big fan of gay rights. He did not like gay marriage. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you support Martin Luther King, if you support peaceful uh, demonstrations. Uh, They don't. All right, there you go. Now, that's the thing, though. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to agree agree 100% with -hmm. anyone that you like. And this is this weird box we all try and put everybody in. You know, like, oh, how dare you like Donald Trump? He did this one horrible thing on this day. And I'm sure you could tell me 20 horrible things he did. Mm -hmm. But it just, okay, but what we're looking at is the goal and the direction that they're going to take us. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can't, you're not going to find anybody you're 100% behind. Mm -hmm. I really was a uh, Ted Cruz fan. He kind of fell apart at the end, and I was very confused by some things he was saying. Like, hey, you know, you're not really fitting, you know. Um, and Rand from, uh, you know, Atlas Shrugged there was all about, um, you know, contradictions don't exist. Well, I hate to say it, very few people are pure that you're going to be, you know, 100% in line with what they're thinking. You know, not everybody completely goes with logic and reason. You have to go with who best aligns with my values and kind of, you know, Try and work within that confine. Mm-hmm. But also, why are we letting other people define us? And I don't mean by what they call us. I mean, why do I have to freak in? Well, I'm either with Antifa or I'm with the Nazis. Right. Why do I have to be one of those two? Why mm-hmm. do I have to be a Republican or a Democrat? Right. They're both jackasses. Yeah. And if you get down to it and you subscribe to the entire list of views that are represented by the Republican or the Democratic Party, you're not really made doing a lot of thinking on your own. Now, was it Antifa you had a list of views, or was it uh, Black Lives Matter? Oh, yeah, let's get into that. Black Lives Matter. All this right. was a, This was an article posted uh, re- somewhat recently. All right, now, again, this is obviously, you know, in Charlotte, there were no Black Lives Matter people. Is that correct? No, there were. They were. Definitely were. They were represented. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Black Lives Matter was there. And uh, right. I th- I was listening to some uh, interviews with older people that were in the civil right, uh, rights, civil movement. rights yep. movement in the 60s saying that they didn't support Black Lives Matter because of the violence and aggressiveness and that peaceful protest and civil – They you know, did like smoking pot uprest. and those headbands were awesome. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. So, um, I would have been the guy with with the army jacket and nothing tucked in. Maybe I don't think I would have gone and hung out with John Kerry throwing the medals over the wall or anything at the White House. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's get into this this lady here because I got all sorts of stuff to say about this woman, Chanel Helm. She's a, a Black Lives Matter organizer, and uh, I think she's in Louis Louisville, and she published this article. Um, this is, uh, this is 10 demands or 10 requests from Black Lives Matter leader. All right. White people, if you don't have any descendants, will your property to a black or brown family, preferably ones from that live in generational poverty, Mm. white people, if you're inheriting property, you intend to sell upon acceptance, give it to a black or brown family. You're bound to make that money in some other white privileged way. 
That's, I mean, that's a given, right? That's a given. We're white. You know, you go to the bank and, uh, as You're a like, white person, they just I'm give white, you cash. Freaking. Yeah. You know how they used to have the congressional bank accounts where they could just write checks? You uh, didn't even have to have money there? It's like that's what, what it's, it's like it's to like be white. white people. I mean, yeah, I don't know people. if yeah. people know, but. Yeah. I mean, if you're white and you're not out there grabbing your privilege, sucks to be you, dude. Need to get on it. Yeah. Send me a message on Facebook. <laughs> I'll tell you all about the white privilege. I'll uh-huh. hook you up. We got to, you know what it is? You got to get your white privilege card. Yeah. You have to get the card. Got to get the yeah. card. And I'll hook you up. All right. So obviously Chuck didn't check his white privilege at the door when he came in here. Um, if you're a developer or a realty owner of multi-family housing, build a sustainable complex in a black or brown blighted neighborhood and let black and brown people live in it for free. Oh, sure. If you're a developer trying to make money, the best way to do it is to rent it out to black and brown people for free. And whether they're white, black, or brown, my experience is when you give people stuff for nothing... They love to take care of it. Yeah, they're, they're don't even very, worry about yeah, it. Very good stewards. They got your back, mm-hmm. and that doesn't matter if you're white, black, or whatever. People who get shit for free, they always take care of stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about. Now it. we're not even halfway through the list. We're only at sorry, number four sorry, here. Sorry, I got excited. Yeah, white people. If you can afford to downsize, give up your home, the home you own, to a black or brown family, preferably, preferably a family from generational poverty. You'll see that one come up a lot. There's a theme. Mm -hmm. All right. White people. If any of the people you intend to leave your property to are racist assholes, change your will. No. And will your family to, you guessed it, brown or black family, preferably a family from generational poverty. She likes this generational poverty. Mm -hmm. Because these people will know what to do with it and won't lose the property. Right, right. Because my taxes. experience, this still has taxes. nothing to do with black or white. Mm-hmm. People who have a recurring theme of poverty, those are the ones that win the lottery and in and, two years yeah. are back in poverty. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a because theme. if you can't figure out how to make money, you can't figure out how to budget money either. It's not going to end well Except for Except for white people who can rebudget their monthly expenses Tell me. and donate it to black funds or for land p- purchases. All right. Um, white people, especially white women, get a racist fired. You know what the fuck they be saying. That's... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, she knows what it means. You're complicit when you ignore them. Get your boss fired because they racist too. That's what it says. Oh, word for word. Backing up number seven, this should be easy, but all those sheetless clan Nazis and other lil dick white men will all be returning to work. Get they ass fired. Call the police even. They look suspicious. So, if you know little dick me- white man, get him fired. That's the best best bet. Um... Backing up number eight, this is number nine... If any white person at your work or as you enter in spaces, you overhear a white person praising the actions from Charlottesville, get a pick, get their name, hell, find out where they work and get them fired. But certainly address them if you need to. You got hands, use them. So, white people, if you know a little dick white man who's a racist, punch him. 
That's, uh, now that's, um, let me just tell you her name again so we don't forget. Chanel Helm. Now, I now, did see a picture of her on Facebook, and I threw it up on the page we got. So. Mm-hmm. Now, the last one is commit to two things. Fighting white supremacy, where you can. And this doesn't mean taking up knitting. Oh. And funding black and brown people. And it says, this doesn't include knitting unless you're making scarves for black or brown people. So, now, if you're white and you're at home and you're wondering how you can help the Black Lives Matter movement, there's a list. Chanel Helm is letting you know. That you should give up all your money and property, give it to black and brown families who come from generational so, poverty, and then use your white privilege to make more money. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now what I'm to understand is there is about 600 people who feel that white people hate black people, black people hate white people, so 310 million Americans... Should all get together and fight a big war over it because these people haven't worked out their ignorant, pathetic upbringing. Is that what you're telling me? Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. We're going to fight a civil war that's going to involve everybody. five or six hundred people on either side. Yeah, no, they said now uh, a war is not a war unless there are two sides that are belligerent. Or, you know, to belligerent meaning in combat with uh, um, a minimum of a thousand deaths per year. That's the requirement for a war. I don't know where I read this because it doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. But I don't think that, uh, you know, we're fitting the criteria. If they really get wound up on both sides, get to work. If they were to live up to that, I think the whole war would be over in a year, and everybody would be dead on both sides. I'm pretty sure that the I'm war not joining would be over in a week groups. because yeah. you already got all like 150, 200, 300 people all in one place already. Yeah, they're fighting with rocks and sticks and cars. Mm-hmm. Seems like they could kind of work it out in about an hour, two hours. Yep. Um, yeah, I think they'd be done pretty quick, man. All right. Honestly, let me uh, pose a theory now. So, there was a guy, Saul Alinsky, um, wrote a book called uh, Rules for Radicals. Mm-hmm. And you'd like, when you open the book, it says this book's dedicated to Lucifer. Okay. Because, you know, he's that kind of guy. He rolls like that. And he seems to be uh, one of the prominent theories you keep hearing, you know, recurring in uh, the way... I don't want to say Democrats. I want to say the way progressives seem to operate is, mm-hmm. I guess, the word I would look for. Um, and basically, he used to say, you know, what you want to do is you want to create civil unrest and discontent, and you want to make people feel like they're being victimized. And that's how you can get more government power and control. Now, I can't help but think... You know, back in uh, 1930s, we had in Nazi in Germany, not Nazi Germany at that point, we had the communists and we had the fascists. And I feel like it's very similar to what's going on today. Now, the communists are people who feel that they're entitled to other people's shit that they didn't work for. And the fascists are people who feel they want a strong arm and, and roll over everybody else. 
Now, these two were fighting back and forth constantly. Ended up at, uh, you know, with Crystal Knock, the Night of Broken Glass, and, mm-hmm. you know, just constant fighting. And the people were so desperate to stop all the bullshit that they were like, you know what? Any leader that's going to step in and say, you know what? We're going to shut these people the hell up. We're going to arrest criminals. We're going to bring back national pride. We're going to freaking bring this country back in order. And then they were like, yeah, let's vote for Hitler. And I don't recall that ending too well. Yeah, well, it didn't end too well for anybody, I don't think. No, I mean, uh, the Germans... I think eh, maybe the United so well. States kind of came out on top, but didn't work out for the Jews, the Germans, the... And we lost a few guys along the yeah, way. Yeah, the, gay, the gays didn't end well for France, it didn't end well for Russia, didn't yeah, really end well for anybody. You know, hate and discontent is really not the way to go. Does anybody remember American values? Do you know that, I mean, these people are saying we don't need the Constitution. The Constitution is the closest thing to American values, you know, that remains. Um, It's ridiculous that, you know, we get caught up in nonsense judging each other, who we are and who's offended and who. It's all nonsense. You know, we get so caught up in protecting everybody else that we destroy everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's if you don't agree with my values in the way I see it, then you're all wrong and I hate you to the point where I want to throw rocks at you. Mm-hmm. Or you could argue that KKK and Nazi people want to kill people. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Black Lives Matter, a lot of them want to kill people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw the post I put up, you know, about Kill Whitey with the guy with the knife last week. Mm-hmm. My point is... Obviously, the majority of people don't think this way, but this is what we're letting the media and the press run the narrative for our country. Right. This is what we're seeing on the news and we're hearing every day, all day long. It's insane. Mm -hmm. This is not appropriate behavior. Now, the problem is we still live in this world. Mm -hmm. We have to drive a car to work and, God forbid, end up in some kind of rally or nonsense as we're taking the kids out to get ice cream. This is insane. Mm-hmm. There's no way that it's acceptable to be picking up and throwing rocks at people because, hey, you disagree with me. You don't approve of what I do. Well, no, I don't approve of you throwing rocks at people's heads. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. No. And we just need to get back to some core values. Um, everybody needs to take a step back and stop letting the media get so get you so worked up. Mm. Everybody's getting excited, and this isn't right, and it isn't fair. And when it's not us getting worked up, you're saying, wait, Chuck, i just been drinking beer, petting my dog. I haven't done anything. I'm not worked up at all. All right, but you know what? you got to kind of share this message with your you know brethren. Yeah. When people come over, you know, your nephew, your uncle, your whatever, and they're talking this kind of shit, you need to put a stop to it and say, hey, you know, we're just people doing our freaking thing. The government's screwing us, taking money hand over fist for bullshit, and we're sitting here worrying about nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you might want to think about, um, I don't know if you guys remember way back when everybody was talking about Jade Helm and all that nonsense, but under Obama... They passed Bill H.R. 645. 
I don't know if you remember this one, but this was the one where they could set up FEMA camps in an emergency. And they kept saying, well, what kind of an emergency? And everybody was thinking Katrina and it was that kind of thing. And they put in the wording, it says, or in case of civil unrest. And I can't help but feel like we're kind of playing into mm-hmm. to the hands. Now, am I saying the government's out to get us? No, but I feel like there's people out there agitating. Mm-hmm. I feel like... and. You can't tell me you don't think there's some of this going on, that there are people perpetuating this twisted idea of, yeah, yeah, get worked up. You right. know, you know, we talked about uh, the CIA going to other countries and how they would incite riots and do things like this. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees any of that going on. Nobody right. thinks, hey, and I think it was you know, there's it, some I think it, at that um, uh, Occupy Wall Street. Do you remember that uh, that event? I, I think they even found some what they call agent pro- provocateurs there smashing windows and getting things wound right. up and then heading out before the cops showed up. Exactly. And they, they weren't protesters. They were wearing military-issue uh, boots and then just disappeared. Kevin can spot those boots like a mile away, so don't even <laughs> try Don't, don't fool even Kevin. start that. Kevin looks at the pictures. He's like, wait a minute, stop. I recognize See that. that? Guy? That size nine and a half freaking government <laughs> issue combat boots? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Don't no. but I you know, the thing is, if you disagree with somebody, have a conversation about it. You ain't gotta get into a fist fight over it. You don't have to throw a rock. Better better ideas are always the, the way to go. And if somebody has a stupid idea that they're shouting, it doesn't mean anybody's gonna listen to them. All I can say, Kane. And freaking able. Mm-hmm. Yup. You know what I'm talking about. Picking up a rock and throwing it at somebody's head. Uh-huh. That's a no-go. Yep. So, I don't know. Just put things in a little perspective before we all kill each other. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a bunch of freaking, you know, white snotty kids, Muslims who hate white people, blacks that hate white people, all this stuff. And I got to tell you. Every one of us is living better in America than we would be living in any other country in the world. That's right. So we're going to destroy what we have here. What our founders worked so hard to create. Mm -hmm. No, America was not perfect in the beginning. That's pretty damn close, though. I got to tell you, it was as close as it could get. Uh And, you know, there's a reason the... uh, Declaration of Independence doesn't say life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the original wording. But they were like, ooh, we don't want people to, you know, use this to justify slavery. Mm-hmm. And no, they didn't wipe out slavery in the beginning. And yes, it's because they couldn't get all the states to agree. They took what? Compromise. Remember mm-hmm. earlier, I was like, We need to compromise because we can't all have everything we want at once. Mm -hmm. And you work towards goals. You instill your values. You tell your friends, hey, you know what? I love America. If I work hard and kick ass, I can make money and do good for myself. Mm -hmm. You keep working towards that instead of getting caught up in the nonsense. Um, That's what we need to focus on. You know, vote the right way, do the right thing, but the government isn't going to fix Jack. All right? right? I can tell you now, 
they're in it for themselves. Mm -hmm. There are so few people in Washington that are looking out for you. It's ridiculous. So if you're waiting on them or you think, oh, if we elect the right guy, you know, some of you thought, oh, Trump's the right guy. And you know what? Maybe he was going to go up and try and change things. But there's so many other freaking people who will pull him down that it doesn't matter. Maybe you thought Hillary was the right person, but it wouldn't have mattered. It doesn't matter. There's so much corruption there. You need to change America by changing people's hearts and minds. Mm -hmm. You need to share the values that you believe in that you think are right. And they may not be my values. But you know what? You should do the job of convincing your neighbors what's right. And if you're wrong, maybe you'll be convinced the other way. Mm -hmm. You know, we all need to work together towards what we want. And we need to share those values and help each other out instead of getting caught up in nonsense and trying to tear each other down. And that's, I think, where it's all falling apart. It's so easy when you're frustrated, you feel like your voice isn't heard, you're not being listened to, nobody cares about what you're saying. A lot of people feel like that. Nobody feels like their government has their back. They feel like, hey, I'm struggling. I, you know, I work my ass off. My wife works her ass off. Why is it that we have to kill ourselves for so little? It's frustrating. But you know what? It's not because of your neighbor. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of, you know, somebody whose skin is different than yours. That's nonsense. The nonsense is, you know, I think Kevin was just telling me a story about, you know, it's not the other man that made you poor. Yeah. You're responsible for your actions. And you know what? Maybe we can't change our government. We can try. We can vote the right way. But we still have a lot of freedoms in America. We have a lot of great opportunity. And we need to work towards the goals and the values that we you know, believe in. And if you think other people's values are wrong, then start talking. Mm-hmm. You know, start talking to people and tell them what you think. You're not going to change anybody's mind by throwing a rock at them. That doesn't help. I'm not going to win you over. Doesn't work. Kevin, I will hit you in, a rock, in the head <laughs> with a rock so many times. You will see it my way. It, it doesn't work that way. I mean, Korea's kind of getting close there. They're trying in North Korea. But, uh, you know, it, it's not an easy task. Yeah. So, with that... Anything else? No, but if uh, if you've been offended by this episode, send me an email. Send I would an email. love to talk to you. All right. I like it. Maybe uh, shoot us a review on the iTunes. Maybe you want to tell us how you feel about Kevin and his racist honky calling. Uh, cracker. Co- cracker. Cracker calling yeah. comments. You know, I don't know. Maybe you were a little offended. You're upset. Now, I do check the explicit box when I uh, post these. So, you know, you should have been forewarned. You should have been forewarned. And I would like to say also if you haven't been offended by this show, We're I doing apologize. It wrong. We'll try harder. Yeah, I'll I'll, you know, we've got we've got an episode coming out every week and I'll do what I can. Give us time. You know <laughs> yeah. we're getting there. We're working hard. So, you want to shoot that email to Kevin at preppingbadass@gmail.com. At and just address it, like, right to Kevin. I don't even want to see it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, Kevin. You know, and then, you know, but if it's like, hey, I love that show, you guys kick ass, then you want to write Chuck. And, you know, attention Chuck on that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive. But uh, with that, you know, you might want to check out our website. Uh, Do have a lot of good stuff badass, on 
com. I think sounds yep. right. Um, we also have uh, what else? We have a Patreon site. Maybe you feel like you know people like Chuck and Kevin. They they really get me agitated in the morning, or maybe they calm me down. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Kevin's soothing tones. Well, if you were <clears throat> now, if you are a white person, and you were gonna will your guilt? if you were gonna will your property to uh, a racist asshole, okay, you could just will it to me. I'll take it. I'll you'll take care it? of it. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll see that it gets to the right <laughs> person. Yep. Yeah. I know okay. black people. You know black people. <laughs> And and then just use your white privilege to make that money back. You'll be all right. <laughs> and if you haven't gotten your white privilege card, you want to shoot me a message on Facebook, see what I can do for yeah, you. Yeah, we'll start printing those up, man. Oh, no. We're going to burn. Um, so with that, um, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Ooh.